we really have an opportunity here to dream. We have an opportunity to build and we have an opportunity to live. I believe we have it all. We have that here. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the PV Lip Podcast. I'm your host, Osed Ziri. And today we have a very special guest. We have the mayor of Winkler, Mr. Martin Harder. How are you doing? Hey, good evening, Osad. Very good. Thank you very much. That's great. Thank you for giving us some of your time. I'm sure you're a very busy person. And yeah, it's great to have somebody like you on our podcast. Well, it's good to be here. Hopefully I can be of some some help to you guys. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, we're just going to ask you some series of questions. And I just want to get your opinion on some of this stuff. So I think we'll just jump right in. What would you define as a welcoming and inclusive community? What do you think that kind of looks like? You know, a uh, welcoming and inclusive community would be one that shows respect for everybody that is here. And it doesn't matter whether you lived here a lifetime or whether you're a person that comes hot off the plane or wherever he comes from. Every single person deserves respect. And I think uh, when I look at our community here, I think that is some of the values that we have where we, we try to reach out to others. And so I think the most important thing is to show respect and interest in uh, the individual that is a newcomer to our community. Yep, I definitely agree with you. That's, that seems like the bare minimum, you know, that it should be. So what do you think, uh, like your role, what's your role in the making the community like welcoming or inclusive? Well, well said, as you, as you know, as one individual, you can't really do everything and say, well, I'm going to make the community receptive and uh, but I think as far as our city council as far as myself as mayor is concerned one of the things that we have done and I think are very important is to work through community organizations that are there providing some of the services and when I was thinking of some of those organizations I was thinking of uh, for example the community resource center where they have a multiple of, of community groups involved from uh, from school to police to uh, uh, to community uh, uh, community uh, uh, not for profits, all working together to try and reach out to make sure that we don't miss any particular area of the community. I, I believe uh, included in that we have uh, multicultural uh, community groups involved in that as well. Yeah. So that's 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 one of the organizations. Uh, the other, and and as a city, obviously, we support them because we have to have many many hands and feet that are feet that are involved in uh, being able to provide the services. The other one would be Central Station and the bunker, but particularly Central Station. I look at the many facets of involvement that Central Station has. And uh, as you well know that as the city of Winkler, we, uh, we uh, actually purchased the uh, Manitoba housing, affordable housing units that are in Winkler. And part of the reason we did it because we didn't believe that they were serviced properly and they were being uh, turned into some pretty significant uh, dumps. And so we decided we we're going to do, we we're going to fix them up. And the one in particular right now that uh, has all the skin pulled off it is the one that's at the corner of 32 
and uh, Pemina. So what we want to do is create affordable, livable housing. And under the direction of Central Station, who manages them now, they provide more than just a roof over your head. They provide other services that meet the needs, whether whether it's food services like uh, like uh, uh, like like the uh, food cupboard, or whether it is teaching people how to manage your money, teaching people how to cook. All of those is what creates community from that perspective. Then the other thing that I think that we have done is create areas like parks and playgrounds and recreation, walking trails, and in particular when you look at sports. And uh, I, I look at our our soccer uh, um, groups right now, which are just a huge expansion compared to what they were like 15 years ago. And, and the biggest majority of them are from immigrant population. So therefore, I believe it's important to have parks and, and programs available for people to be able to feel like they're at home and make them feel welcome. So along with that, the walking trails and of course, Discovery Nature Sanctuary or Horticulture Society all provide that community that is necessary for people to feel at home. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I asked the question, I'm pretty sure for somebody like you, there's like countless different answers. I mean, you only gave like three examples, but I'm pretty sure there's many more, which is, uh, which is great. That's really good. How do you think the Pemina Valley is doing in terms of welcoming newcomers? You know, there's, there's always room for improvement, but I think in generally, and because this is a, this is an example or, or a, a comment that I've received from people who have been immigrants. And from absolutely the most satisfying answer I have gotten, and I've got it many times, I feel at home. If you can create an environment where people feel at home, regardless of what color they are, regardless of the religious background, regardless of uh, the country of origin, I believe then we've got something going in here. I know Pemina Valley, does a great job of celebrating cultural events, uh, both the Morton, Winkler, Altona, the region around us. And I think that's very helpful. But I think the biggest thing that we have going for us is that people aren't afraid to get involved with different, different events or different celebrations or even simply as volunteers. And I think that's really where it comes to where people feel at home. Yeah. I definitely agree. And I can uh, like relate with the whole uh, food thing you were talking about. I've been there many times too. And yeah, I really enjoyed that too. It was really great trying out different like foods and stuff. Like you really get an insight of how, you know, maybe like just a little bit of how they used to live their life there. It's like through food, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah, and the, the other thing I think that has happened over the last number of years, and, and even this year especially, in a year of COVID, you know how many how many different food places that have established uh, from different ethnic origins in our region? You know, whether it's, whether it's uh, from Venezuela or whether it's from uh, India or whether it's from Pakistan or you, you can... You can get all or, or the Philippines, you can get all of these ethnic foods available and uh, also uh, uh, eating establishments that uh, that are creating it for for the population. 
I think very well received. So final question. So in your opinion, why is the Pemna Valley a great place to move for newcomers? You know, I think I've touched on it before in regards to feeling at home. I think there's a sense of safety. There's a sense of there's plenty of things to do. I talked about some of the sports type events or uh, different events that go on in the community. And I, I would like to say my quote that I gave when I did my State of the City address, we really have an opportunity here to dream. We have an opportunity to build and we have an opportunity to live. And when you look at uh, moving from one country to another, if your dreams are taken away, whether it's the country where you have come from, where you have lost the dream, you lose your energy, you lose your excitement, you lose your, your hope for the future. If you've lost your opportunity to use the skills that you had or have to build your life in, in reality, reality, whether it's building a structure, building a business or a career, whatever that is, I believe we have it all. We have that here. And then lastly, the opportunity to live and to feel like you belong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very well said. And yeah, with that, that's the end of our podcast episode. So thank you very much for, like I said, giving us your time. We really appreciate it. We also really appreciate everybody listening to this podcast. So again, thank you, Mr. Mayor. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And I hope everybody else listening to this episode also has a great rest of their day. Awesome. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you.